0: I just have something very simple that I felt like the Lord put upon my heart two, three days ago. And, uh, uh, and uh, so I don't know how to kind of do it. And so I'm going to try my best to kind of take you that direction with the way I do in the scripture. And then so just follow this morning as we talk about this theme called walking and ministering in the power of God. Amen. Walking and ministering in the power of God. That is the theme that I want to kind of fuel into. Uh, There is just something very small that I feel like the Lord put in my heart that I want to kind of feed into. So uh, it's going to slowly, slowly go that direction. Okay. Let's pray and let's get into it. Father, we thank you this morning for your presence. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your help and your guidance. And this morning beyond the gift and talent and work of man. That your anointing would prevail in this house. That you would do what you have purposed, planned and set aside. Holy Spirit, have your way I pray. In Jesus name, Amen. Hallelujah. Walking and ministering in the power of God. we am going to start in the book of 2nd Corinthians chapter number 6 verse 1. The Bible says this. As God's partners we beg you not to accept this marvelous gift of God's kindness. And then ignore it. You know, Paul writes and says. As God's partners what you have received from the Lord. What you have received by grace from the Lord, what God has given to you freely. Okay. What you have received, don't ignore it. Listen, you are partners with God. Okay. You are partners with God to what he has given you to be faithful to release it to others. Amen. Come on, everybody say, I I am God's partner. Come on, one more time. Amen. The English Standard Version says, working together with Him. God's word translation says, God's co worker. Amen. Come on, look at your neighbor. This might require a little bit more faith. But, 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 but look at your neighbor. Look at them eye to eye and say, Neighbor, yeah, neighbor. I am God's co worker. Amen. Now look at your other neighbor, the second choice, and say, Neighbor, yeah, neighbor. God is my partner. Amen. One of the things that we see patterned out in the scripture, that anything that God calls you to do, any commissioning that takes place, anything that the Lord places upon your life, he never allows you to do it alone. For example, when he got the disciples together and said, listen, all authority has been given to me. He says, go preach. Amen. Teach, baptize people. And then he said, listen, I am with you always. Amen. And so you are never alone. Come on, look at your neighbor this morning. Say, neighbor, you are never alone in doing what God has called you to do. Amen. You are God's partner. You are God's co-laborer. You are God's co-worker. Amen. Amen. And so I want you to just have that thought that you are not alone. Anything that we are walking out in the scripture, God says, listen, I am with you. I'm standing behind you. I'm standing with you. You're not doing this alone. Amen. You're not doing this alone. Paul writing to the church in Galatians says, since we live by the spirit, let us keep in step with the spirit. Amen. He says, let us be in sync. Let us do it together with the Spirit. Amen? Amen. Not alone, but in step. In sync with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come on, look at your other neighbor and say, Neighbor, Amen. we got to be in sync with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. It's okay. You're not sitting at a funeral. You can open your mouth and talk. Okay. And, and so, listen, we are to walk in step with the Spirit. Amen. And so, this concept we have through the Bible. That whatever God calls us to do, is never alone with us, nor with his people. Amen. Nor with his people. Amen. And so, he said, listen, I am with you. And he says, don't only do it alone, do it with others. Do it with others amen do it with others now last sunday i i i I, I spoke at a verse that i felt like the holy spirit dropped in me for this season it's a verse that we all know that i'm going to read it again this morning and it's found in the book of john chapter number seven verse 37 and 38 it's a verse that we all know but i'm going to read it again it says now on the final and the most important day of the feast jesus stood and he cried in a loud voice now, when I did it last week, I had my bell given to, uh, uh, borrowed, not given, borrowed by uh, Joy. And and, and and so I asked her for it because I told you last week, because I, I kept having these visions for, for three, four days. I would get up in the morning and, and I would see myself... <laughs> Ringing a bell and shouting out saying that if any man is thirsty let him come to me and let him drink of me and out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Amen. And so since I, I'm i going to do it again. It might be annoying to you. But, but guess what? I got the bell. <laughs> and, and, and so <laughs> if anyone is thirsty. If anyone is thirsty. Let him come to me. And let him drink of me. And out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Amen. And again, what we have here is two things. That number one, there is an inflow. Everybody say inflow. And number two, there is an outflow. Outflow. One more time. Number two. One more time. Number two. Okay. And so please understand, there is no outflow without an inflow. And if there is an inflow, you must be faithful to have an outflow. Yes. Am I making sense? He if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and let him keep drinking. Amen. Let him keep drinking. 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 Him keep drinking. But it's not just drinking. The drinking must have responsibility. <laughs> To let out of your belly, let rivers, let rivers, let rivers of living water flow. And so there is an inflow, and then there is an outflow. Amen. And so, if anyone is thirsty, let him come and have an inflow. Let him have a drink. Amen. The Greek says, "Keep drinking." Amen. Keep drinking. Paul write into the church in Ephesians. Write something like this. He says. And do not get drunk with wine. People like drinking. It's just the wrong stuff. <laughs> For that is debauchery. But ever be filled and stimulated. With the Holy Spirit. Why? Listen. This one is a depressant. This one is a stimulant. Hello, somebody. Yeah. This one, <laughs> you don't know where you are, you don't know what you're doing, you don't know what you're saying. This one, you know exactly who you are, you know where what you're saying, you know what to do. <laughs> this one, turn on, turns off your brain. This one, turns on your brain. <laughs> Hello, somebody. This one says, I don't want to face reality. This one says, I've got to face reality because I'm victorious. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, somebody. It's drinking. If anyone is thirsty, let him come and let him keep drinking. T- drinking. You know, that's the amplified version, right, right, right there. The New Living Translation says, do not be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Wow. Can't get any more clearer. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. He says, listen, keep drinking. Keep drinking. Singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves. And making music to the Lord in your hearts. There is something about the inflow suddenly makes music in your heart. If you got no music in you because there is no inflow. Hello, somebody. Why? Because please understand the inflow of the Holy Spirit suddenly makes you. Amen. Makes you a person whose life is filled with music that can be outflowed to the Lord. Hello, somebody. And so if you got no music. Guess what? That's because you are taking the wrong drink. Am I making sense When there is inflow, the Bible says, the outflow is psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. I've said this to you before, when a few weeks ago, when I taught on on the the, the deeper, the the, the psalms, what do they do? They declare his word. The hymns, they declare his works, like the cross, the blood that is there, the, 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 the defeat of Satan that is there, the spiritual song, they declare God's will and purpose. Why? When there is, in filling of the Holy Spirit. Hey, listen. Your mouth opens up. With his word. Your mouth oh, with his word. With his will. Why? Because that's the song that you're carrying. Hello somebody. If there is no song in your heart. It's because there is no infilling coming to your life. Hello somebody. And then, so don't ever let there be a day without a song of the Lord in your heart I'm not a musician and I don't have a good voice he doesn't say any of that hello somebody he doesn't say any of that he doesn't say any of that (laughs) a lot of people they like to pray because prayer is when my heart is occupied with needs That I need God. To intervene in. Worship. Is when my heart. Is occupied. With God. Hello somebody. Is occupied. With God. Pulling on him. So I. Can be transformed. To look like him. And so in need and in problem, the first thing should not come out of your mouth as prayer. The first thing that should come out of your mouth would be worship. Hello somebody. That tells you your transformation that has taken place. Hello somebody. Hello somebody. Why? Because you're a changed person. And now that you are locked into the character of who he is and in unison with who you are, your prayer can be effective. You have confidence in prayer. Hello, somebody. And so the Bible says to I look at this as Rachel in the Bible, but of course, Israel and and he said, listen, in your barrenness, in your barrenness, the 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 the, the uh, Isaiah chapter 54. Uh, do we do we have the passion translation up there on on the screen you don't have passion can can you find verses three and seven or three four five six and seven on the passion put on another slide for a moment Uh, i just feel like i should read the whole thing you know and anyway i only got two verses but but read with me two verses there by the time they find it uh, because i feel like this is another portion of scripture that is for us in this season right John 7, 37, and then then this Isaiah 54 in the Passion Translation. I feel like it's for us in in, in this season. Let's read these first two words, okay? Listen, let's read together. Three, two, one. Rejoice with singing, you barren one. You who have never given birth, burst into a song of joy and shout. You who have never been in labor, for the deserted wife will have more children than the married one, says Yahweh. Increase is coming, so enlarge your tent, and add extensions to your dwelling. Hold nothing back, make the tent robes longer, and the pegs stronger. (laughs) I like that. He says, make the tent robes longer, and the pegs stronger. Amen. He says, listen... In barrenness, in a place where there is dryness, in a place where there is no fruitfulness, in a place where there is no hope. God says, listen, (laughs) be filled in the Holy Spirit. Speaking, amen, singing, rejoicing. You see, people rejoice because something has happened. But, but believers, we rejoice because something is about to happen. Yes. Yes. Why? Because we are birthers and we are carriers of the heart and plan of God. Am I making sense to you? Do we have that verse? Okay, can you put it up? It's, it's not, let, let, let's let, let's uh, read till... Um, is, that, is that the passion? I don't think that's the passion. Exactly and and this time that we have i believe that you and me that we have to kind of step out of our comfort zone and say god i am thirsty god fill me with your holy spirit god pour your spirit upon me God fulfill my thirst pour into me let there be inflow I pray let there be a stirring of your word let there be a stirring of your works let there be a stirring of your will in my spirit Holy Spirit begin to move inside of me let there be an inflow so that there can be an outflow (laughs) is that passion? That's not passion. Okay. You find it. We'll come back to it. If I have time for it. Anyway. And. 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 and so. What, what. The. Sami? So, so. The writer. Isaiah says this. I say. Listen. Sing. O Baron. What are you going to sing? You, you've got to sing. Truth. Into tunes. Hello. Somebody. You gotta sing some truth. That you shall live. And not die. You gotta sing some truth that your children are gonna serve the Lord. You gotta sing some truth that your family will not be touched by the enemy. You shall sing some truth that your body will not rest away but shall be healthy and strong. You gotta sing some truth into tunes. You gotta put some faith into facts. It's a, this is the fact. Yes, but I've got some faith. <laughs> That I've come by hearing of the word of God. And I look at something that is fact. And I inject some faith in it. How? By my singing. Am I making sense to you? I've got to put some expectation into experience. I've got to take some tomorrows and pull it into my todays. I've got to take some provision into my promises that I'm carrying around. Hello, somebody. He says, Listen, rejoice with singing. How can you rejoice when there's no fruit in your life? How can you rejoice when you, you can't even carry? How can you rejoice that there's no hope in your life? How can you rejoice? Because I got a promise. Amen. I have got a promise. Amen. I've got a promise. I can pull my tomorrow into today. And I can experience God. And I can t- turn my facts into truths. Why? Because of the song that I am carrying. Why? Because I've been filled with the Holy Spirit. I've been the Holy Spirit. If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me. Let him come to me. Let him come to me, Jesus said. Let him come to me. And listen, out of his belly shall flow rivers. Amen. And so, when there is drinking, there is an inflow, but there is an outflow of the rivers of the Holy Spirit through your life. Am I making sense to you this morning? Come and look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, Come on, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor, sing unto the Lord a new song. Look at your other neighbor and say, Neighbor, neighbor. Release, a release a new song out of you. Out of you. Amen. 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 Did we find it? Okay, skip it. <laughs> the Bible says about Jesus, these two characteristics, and these two characters go something like this. The Bible says, Jesus... Full of the Holy Spirit. Everybody say, full of the Holy Spirit. Come on, everybody together. One, two, three. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit. Amen? You can be a person that is full of the Holy Spirit like Jesus. Okay. Guess what happened? The Bible says, He went into the wilderness. Amen? When He went into the wilderness, Guess what? He was tested. Why was he tested? For the word that he was carrying. Am I making sense to you? For the word. He was tested in what we call the lust of the eyes. The lust of the flesh. The pride of life. He was tested. And the Bible says something like this. He says he returned in the power. Now, now uh, here's what I want to say. You can be full of the Holy Spirit and have no power of the Holy Spirit. Hello, somebody. You can be full of the Holy Spirit and you should be full of power. But between here and here is the testing of what you can. Are you going to rejoice in your barrenness? Are you going to sing in spite of the circumstance? Are you going to rejoice? The Bible says rejoice in the Lord. Always. Again I say rejoice. Yes. Right. Right. Hello somebody. I've got nothing to rejoice about. you got something to rejoice about because you got a promise. That's all you need. Yes. Uh, yeah. Am I making sense to you? And, and it converts full of the Holy Spirit full of power come on, look at your neighbor this morning come on, look at them eye to eye and say neighbor be full, be full of the spirit and be full, be full of power come on one more time look at your other neighbor the second choice say neighbor, neighbor. Be, full be full of the spirit and be full of power amen now listen the bible says in ephesians 3:20, in the passion translation never doubt god's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this he will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request your most unbelievable dream and exceed your wildest imagination he will outdo them all for his miraculous power const- constantly sorry, energizes you some of you that's all the scripture you need for the whole week yeah look, look at this never doubt God's mighty power to work in you come and look at your neighbor and say neighbor God's power power is in me me. okay now don't forget this you're saying this nicely on Sunday morning but when you get that phone call and it's a bad phone call I want you to go look at the neighbor and go, go go look at look in the mirror and say hey listen God's power is in Look at this. (laughs) He'll achieve infinitely more than your greatest request. You're going to practice this out. Come on. Look at your neighbor and say, Neighbor, more than your greatest request. God's power working in you will do wonders. Amen. He says, your most unbelievable dream." Do you have some unbelievable dreams? It is so big that <laughs> maybe God got it wrong—the wrong person. No. It is so big. Maybe it was just the pizza last night, you know. But it's an unbelievable dream. Look, listen to this. Exceed your wildest imagination. When you are talking and people are not calling you crazy, something wrong with you. <laughs> because as a child of God who has if anyone is who is drinking, his or her talk is crazy. Amen. It's crazy. He it's, it's beyond imagination. He said, listen, man, that guy is always Talking out there. Yes. (laughs) He just makes me uncomfortable. Praise the Lord. (laughs) If you don't make people uncomfortable, something wrong with you. Hello somebody. (laughs) He will outdo them all for his miracles were constantly energizes you. Now, now, now listen, the Bible says these disciples, when they saw the boldness and unfettered eloquence of Peter and John, perceived that they were unlearned and untrained in the school. <laughs> they didn't have a degree. <laughs> they didn't have a degree to make it wide and big and, and put it in the front door of their house. As soon as you walk in, you see, I, this guy has PhD. On their card, the first thing, the longest, the highlighted is PhD. Or a doctor. He said, listen, listen, this is unlearned and untrained. But but they learn to drink. They learn to drink. Am I making, why? There was an inflow. Why? Because God's power was working in them. Why? Because the Bible tells us in Acts chapter number 4. It says they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they continued to speak the word of God with freedom and boldness and courage. And so again, here's what I want to say to you. They were filled. If anyone is thirsty, let him come and let him be filled. There is an inflow. Amen. There is an inflow and an outflow. Amen. Now, let me take it a step further. There is an inflow of power, and then there is an outflow of power. Got it? There is an inflow of power, and there is an outflow of power. Now in the Bible, of course the Old Testament is written in the, uh, in the Hebrew language. The New Testament is in the Greek language and, and there are two, three portions in, 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 in Aramic language. But majority is just between the, uh, the, the, the Greek and the Hebrew. And in the New Testament, when the Bible says, for his power working in us. When the Bible says, listen, I have given you all power, they use different words. And those words that I use is to kind of give you an example of inflow and outflow. Sometimes we want an outflow, but there is no inflow. And we say, well, why isn't this working? Because there's no inflow. Hello, somebody. There is no inflow. We try to become psychiatrists and try to figure out it's because of this, because of this. We forgive everyone. We call out everybody's name. We do all demonstrate with no power. We try to do, you know, positive thinking. We we try to do all all this kind of stuff. There is no inflow. If there is no inflow, there is no outflow. And so in the Bible, the the funny thing about the Bible, the way it's written is everything is like in sevens. Everything for some reason, uh, 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 but, but, but what I want to do is is everything that is in 7 is also in fours. <laughs> you know? For example, there are seven pieces to the garment; four you gotta have it on all the time. Uh, there are seven pieces to the armor; four you have to have it on all the time. You know, there are seven words for wisdom; four should operate daily in in, in your life. You know, it's just things like so. Same way in the in the Greek language, there are seven different words for the word power. Okay. And so, and, and, and there are words like this, there's this word called Kratos, this word called Exusia, this word called Isus, and there's this word called Dunamis. Okay? Now, let, let, me, let me take it a step farther. Again, keep in mind, inflow, outflow. That, that's all I want you to keep in mind, inflow, outflow, okay? And, and so, now, we've got two sources of power. Okay, we've actually got three, but I'm talking about two. Number one is the word of God. Number two is the Holy Spirit, Right? We got two sources of power. Okay, it's the Word of God, which is Jesus. Okay, and we got the Holy Spirit, and so both have an inflow, and both have an outflow. Am I making sense? And so when the Word comes inflow, listen, the Word goes out as outflow, doing something. When the Spirit or the anointing comes as inflow, there is an out river, outflow of the Spirit. Am I making sense to you? And then so it will be something like this on the screen Jesus Christ, the power of God. Okay. And then so I've taken those four words like this Kratos, which is the in working of Christ in your life, it is the Word of God working for you. Okay. Exusia is that outworking of Christ in your life. That means something is now going out of you by the authority of God. Okay. Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit okay. Here's the word issues which simply means the inworking of the Holy, that means the Holy Spirit is doing something in you. Okay. And, and here's the word Dunamis. The Holy Spirit is outworking something out by His miraculous power. Does that make sense so far? Huh? In, out. Just keep in mind, nothing can go out if nothing's coming in. You can't go to the bank and say, Listen, I got, uh, I'm got. going to cash out $5,000. Listen, you got nothing in the bank. Uh, you understand what I'm saying? You can't withdraw something that you've not deposited. Okay? This is just a simpleness as that song. So, so, so let's, uh, let me just take it a step further and connect all these pieces together. Uh, uh, the word Kratos is the inworking of Christ in your life. Now, Kratos is to be invincible, to be immune to all the possibilities of being defeated, being hurt, being wounded, and being betrayed or destroyed. Now, I, I want you to see this, okay? Kratos is the power of God's word is the power of God's word infilling me making me invisible immune <laughs> to be defeated to being hurt being wounded and being destroyed Now, that is the power now, now, the Bible says something like this. Let the word of God dwell in you. That means allow it. Don't use it as something that you say, oh, I've got a problem. Well, let's go find... No, no. Let, let, let that be a constant infilling to make you invisible. Invincible, not invisible. Invincible and <laughs> immune to what? To to, to being hurt, <laughs> being wounded, being... Listen, Psalm 119. <laughs> there is such great peace... And well-being that comes to the lovers of your word. (laughs) And they will never be offended. Uh, Hello somebody. He said listen. There is so much Kratos. To make you invincible and immune. Because the word has built you up. People can't offend you. I got scripture. verses all over my walls. It's all over my cars. I even got daily scripture coming to my phone. Yeah, it's all coming to you. But is it going in you? Uh, hello, somebody. In you, you're invincible and immune. <laughs> they can talk bad about you. Like <laughs> Praise the Lord. Anyhow hello somebody people can do stuff you're not offended here's the classic I'm only human that's the problem you have not understood what Christ has done on the cross he says if any man is in Christ he's a new one translation says he's a new species of being He's a new species. That means it never existed before. <laughs> no one like you. <laughs> now, now you got to get this. Because if you don't get this. This is God's idea about you. That's why he gave you a word. Not some rule book. Not some manual. This is something to change you hello somebody <laughs> listen <laughs> he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide in the shadow of the almighty I will say of the Lord he is my refuge my fortress my God in him will I trust surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. you shall not be afraid of terror by night nor arrow that flies by day or if any war takes place in Ukraine or any nuclear stuff or any You do whatever you want. And then he says. A thousand may fall at your side. And ten thousand at your right hand. But it shall not come near you. No evil shall befall you. nor any plague shall come near you. You shall tear upon the lion and the cobra. The young lion and the sword. And you shall trample them under your feet. Why? Because the word has been nourishing my spirit. It is the power of God. Amen. It is the power of God. It says. But Paul shook off the snake. Into the fire. And was. Un- I mean. A snake caught a hold of you. And he just shook it off. We see a small cockroach. We are jumping on people. Is the word coming in. Invincible. Listen you what is you exusia? exusia simply means the authority and the right to influence and enforce obedience. Is right? the police. Yeah. The police have the authority and the right to influence and enforce obedience. Right? Or any person in authority, if you walk into a place and they say, Hey, listen, these are the so-called culture or rules or values that you got to abide by. If not, hey, we can make you, otherwise leave. Right? It's the authority. It's the house. When somebody walks into your house, it's your house rules. Why? Because now it's your, because you have the authority in your house. Am I making sense to you? And so the authority grants us the ability to determine justice issues, uh, dictates and punish violations. Okay? And so the Bible says this. It says, but as many as they received, uh, received him to them, he gave exusia Authority. I have the right to become a son and a daughter in the family of God. Amen. The Bible says Jesus had the power, the authority on earth to forgive. Am I making sense? Do you let me just skip all this because of time? The third word is the issues. It's just, it's just we simply means something by the Holy Spirit coming in our life. It's the power through efficiency to penetrate opposition. That means if anyone is thirsty, let him come and let him drink. One of the things that we are drinking is not only the power of the word of God, but the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen what is the power of, one of the power of the holy Spirit is the, is, is just, what is, is just it simply means power through efficiency to penetrate opposition to penetrate opposition. why it is by the power of the Holy Spirit is by the power of the Holy Spirit you say listen I have written to you young men and young women because you are strong <laughs> and the word of God abides in you and you have overcome the wicked one <laughs> the interesting is this word young men young women because you are this is the word "issues." It simply means this: that you have power through efficiency to penetrate opposition. That means, listen, young man, young woman, listen: is the Holy Spirit infilling your life? Why? So that anything that comes against, that stands like a wall, that bridges you in, that blocks you, that walk, you are able to penetrate. Am I making sense to you? And not only that, the Bible tells us this. He says that you are strong. That means the word is just not only penetrates, but you remain strong. Am I making sense to you? You remain strong. It is the militant forcefulness to penetrate through any wall, obstacle, mountain. Not only that it makes you strong, you remain strong in the midst of storms amen it's what the bible says in, in James chapter 5 therefore confess your sins to one another pray for one another that you may be healed that the effective prayer of the righteous man listen penetrates amen breaks down through every opposition every wall it like a militant force it goes and accomplishes the will of God wow you got a lot of power you got the Word in working. You got the Holy Spirit in working, and now you've got the Word out flowing. You got the Word and the Holy Spirit out flowing out of your life. Am I making sense to you? Now, now, uh, let me just kind of try to tie it all up together and then kind of bring it to close. Now, one of the ways. And I did all this to kind of bring you to this point. (laughs) One of the ways. That I felt like the Holy Spirit dropped in my heart this past week. To really emphasize to you is this. It's through the power. Or through the channel. Of speaking in tongues. Through the channel of speaking in tongues. And so because I don't have a lot of time, let me just kinda take a moment and, and explain this. When the Bible talks about we, we call it different different names, unknown tongue, prayer language, or spiritual language, or speaking in, in, in tongues. Uh, um, when the Bible talks about this whole concept of tongues, we look at tongues in 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 three different categories. One, two, and three that simply means this that there are three types of tongues that the holy spirit gives okay number one is what we call uh, just this is not in the bible i've just taken all these word in the same word so that it's easy to remember okay but you understand the concept number one is called personal tongue everybody say personal tongue or private tongue okay personal tongue the bible says this in corinthians chapter 14 verse 4 a person who speaks in tongues is strengthened personally Amen. And so there is a tongues that is given to us when we are baptized in the Holy Spirit. When the Bible says in Acts chapter number 1 verse 8. And ye shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And Acts chapter number 2. They were all in one place in one accord. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And they began to speak in tongues. They began to speak in what we call And then so please understand that comes with what we call the baptism in the Holy Spirit. When a person is born again, let me explain something like this and I've done it many, many times in this church. And then so for you to again refresh is this. When a person is saved and born again, the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of that person. With an anointing on the inside of that person. Amen. Number two. When a person is baptized in the Holy Spirit. Now that person is not only filled with the Holy Spirit. But now that person is completely immersed. Are submerged in the Holy Spirit by this word called baptism. It means you take a person, just like we say water baptism, and you dip it completely in water. In the baptism in the Holy Spirit, please understand, you take a person and they are completely submerged in the person of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And so, please understand, you shall receive power. That means in salvation, the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of me with an anointing on the inside of me. In the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit now is submerged me. And I, I, I also at that time had the power of God resting upon me or the anointing resting upon me. Amen. In salvation, John chapter 1, John chapter 2, verse 20 and 27 say, The Holy Spirit comes inside of me to become Christ-like. To, 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 uh, to, to carry out, uh, to, to, to teach, to, 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 to be guided in the fullness of the word of God in my life. In the baptism in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit I am submerging with power, amen, to release the power of God to others. Amen. The power of God to others. And so it's in the baptism in the Holy Spirit that we receive what we call, number one, our personal tongue. Our personal tongue, the Bible says in Jude 120, but you beloved, build up yourselves, founded on the most holy faith. Make progress, rise like an edifice, higher and higher, praying in the Holy Spirit. And so when you begin to pray in the Spirit, my mind does not understand, but my spirit it is being Please. He said, your muscle rises like an edifice higher and higher by building up yourself. It's strength. Just like when you go to the gym and you exercise on those machines and it builds up your muscle. Praying in tongues begins to begin to exercise your spiritual muscle. And so, I can do anytime, anywhere, anyplace. What are you doing? You're charging your battery. Okay. And the problem is your phone works better than your spirit. Because you charge your phone more than your spirit. Paul says I pray in tongues more than you all. He said, listen I keep my battery charged. I'm going into work. I don't even want to speak out loud. I can just speak inside of me. I can be at my work desk at work. Why? Please understand. I am getting strengthened. I'm getting built by the Spirit of God inside. I'm connecting to God, and so this is what we call a personal tongue. Amen. A personal tongue. Let me just skip this one very quickly, and go to uh, the next one. The second type of tongue is, is just this is just for labeling. Uh, is what we call prophetic tongue. Prophetic tongue. That means now the first tongue I speak in is Between me and God. <laughs> God begins to build me up from the inside out. The second is what we call prophetic tongue. It is for others. It is for others. The Bible says in Corinthians chapter number 12. It says this. It says. But to each one is given the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. The evidence. The spiritual illumination of the spirit. For good and profit. To one is given. Through the Holy Spirit, the power to speak a message of wisdom and, and another word of knowledge. And it goes all the way down here. It says, to another various kinds of unknown tongues. To another ability to interpret such a tongue. And so the second tongue is what we call prophetic tongue. Or as one of the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. That someone you know, gets by the Holy Spirit the gift of various kinds of tongues you know and so that at many times would require not all the time but at many times would require for you to interpret it you know if it's among people and so as long as there are people around you need it to interpret it okay and so just keep in mind people there interpret people not there well we need the direction of the holy spirit but it's various kinds of tongue it's what we call prophetic tongue it's not for you but it's for an assignment And so, many times that the Holy Spirit come upon you, activate that, and you begin to speak in tongues. And it's there for an assignment that the Holy Spirit has. Am I making sense to you? Now, if people are there, and we'll talk about it in just a moment, that it requires interpretation. But many times, that kind of tongues comes upon you for a few reasons. Number one, for praise. Many times, that the tongues will come upon you and suddenly you are able to praise God because you are a spirit, God is spirit, and suddenly you are able to praise God. Not only that, the Bible says the high praises of God, Psalm 149, rebukes, amen. It begins to cancel out the works of the enemy. And so many times the spirit of, uh, of tongues will come upon the gift of tongues will come upon you, and you begin to have what I call praise tongues. Then you are begin to, by your spirit, begin to praise God. Am I making sense to you? not only in the ways that you can express worship but also in a ways that is binding up the works of the enemy am i making sense to you binding up the works of the enemy i have been in places i've been in place one time i was uh, uh, ravi was with me in a certain place we were doing a meeting we were doing a, a meeting on stage. There were a few thousand people there. And and just outside the, the compound walls, where the meeting were, outside of the compound wall, they were burning cars. They were throwing burnt cars inside of our meetings. They were, they, they, they were, little, they were killing people. What did we do? We began to praise God. And God began to bind up the works of the enemy. The prime minister himself heard about what's happening, sent his personal protection just to protect us. Why? Because you're not just speaking in tongues, but suddenly the Holy Spirit began to come. Then number two, many, many times the various kinds of tongues is there to rebuke the enemy. Many times maybe you're woken up at 2 o'clock in the night. And you don't know why you woke up. And here you are. What's happening? You might not know what's happening. But by, 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 by that gift being operated or activated in your life. You're rebuking the works of the enemy at that time. Maybe all your children's life. Maybe all your business. Maybe whatever is happening is the Holy Spirit working in and working through you. Am I making sense to you? Am I making sense to you? And if people are there, when this thing gets activated, then it requires interpretation. Why? Because they need to understand what's happening. And so the Bible tells us something like this. The Bible says, in Corinthians chapter number 14, verse 13 to 15, it says, So then, if you speak in a tongue, pray for Interpretation. To be able to unfold the meaning of what you are saying. Verse 15. So here's what I have concluded. I will pray in the spirit. And I will also pray with my mind engaged. I will sing rapturous uh, praises in the spirit. And I will also sing with my mind engaged and so suddenly and then this works in both personal tongue and this tongue. and so if, if you're laying hands on somebody you're praying in tongues stop and the bible says in verse number 13 pray for interpretation and, and in, the, in this chapter the bible says something like this listen Prophecy, when it comes to church, is greater because everybody can understand in their language and it is fruitful. But if it's tongues and it gets interpreted, is as equal to prophecy. Amen? As equal to prophecy. And so all you got to do, as simple as it sounds, is pray in the spirit. Stop. And they say, Holy Spirit, give me the interpretation. And at that time, God has the right to your mind first. Am I making sense to you? And it is not by the mind, I should say, like this. It is by the Spirit. And whatever comes in the Spirit, you open your mouth and you begin to manifest. Uh, uh, um, Carlos, come, come here for a moment. Okay. Since you're sitting there nicely, I'll, I'll just. Uh, and, 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 and so, what you can do, okay, can I use this illustration today? Yeah. I like your shirt. Yeah. Uh, this shirt is on sale in the bag for 100 <laughs> and 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 so it's a quite a simple thing you know so for example if i wanted to prophesy to carlos okay if i wanted to prophesy like if you wanted to prophesy, okay, and and just as a practice this morning, what I would do is I would come to Carlos for solace. I say, "Can I pray for you?" You know, and 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 then what I would do is I would just lay hands on him, and I would begin to speak in tongues, and I'd begin to speak in tongues, and then stop. The Bible says, "If you speak in tongues, pray for interpretation." And so, can I do this? And so I lay hands on him. And I pray. Now, now, please understand. As I am praying in the spirit. And when I ask for interpretation. God will begin to put things in my spirit. Sometimes I don't even know what I'm going to say. But sometimes I might get a picture of something. Or sometimes I might hear something that is there. And I might say it. Sometimes I don't hear anything, see anything. I just open my mouth because I said God give me interpretation and when I open my mouth I trust that God will put the words that's gonna come out. And so 99% of the time I don't know what words are gonna come out. You understand what I'm doing? But I trust that God will watch over his word. And so I can lay hands on him and I say And I stop. And I say, Lord, I have just prayed in the Holy Spirit. Now, Father, I ask by your Holy Spirit, would you give me the interpretation right now? Thank you, Jesus. Now, wh- I don't know what I'm going to say to him. There's nothing in my mind. But I know this. When I open my mouth, something is going to Why? Because I just prayed. And so, Carlos, here it goes. And when I say to you, Carlos, that God has called you. You have not wasted your time. This past few years has not been a waste of time at all. It's God preparing you. Because I just saw a picture. I just saw a picture that God is going to use your leadership material. God's going to use you as a strong leader in his house. You're going to preach the word. You're going to prophesy the word. You know, there are things that are happening in the last two, three months that you've been having dreams. You've been having just these visions of, of your ministry of what's going to happen ahead, you know. And I want to say to you that you hear God's voice. Those dreams are from the Lord. And I want to say to you, Carlos, today, in front of everybody, I'm saying it to you. You are leadership material. You're going to speak. You know this stuff. There's nothing that I'm saying that you don't know. <laughs> okay. There's nothing I'm not saying that you don't know. You know, And so I just want to say that to you today. Amen? Amen. Does that make any sense to you? Absolutely. Are you sure? Yes. You're not just saying because everybody's watching you? <laughs> I forgot you all were there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and, and so just a simple thing like that. Am I making sense to you? He just. Now how many of you can do it? Every hand should be raised up. Now how many of you can do it? Okay. So why don't we do this? Let's practice. Let's all get up. The question is. Can you do this every Sunday? I mean of course every day. But can you do this every Sunday. If you come to the house of God. Right. It's a simple. And the more you do it. Because sometimes we know this, but we just don't step out and do it. And so, I want to say to you, let never be a home group. Let never be a Sunday morning service. That you don't come with people and say something of exhortation, adding life to that person, depositing something in that person's life. Let there be no gathering without it. Amen. And so, I'll say to you, Tuesday group, Wednesday group, Thursday group, Monday group, Friday group. Let there be no group. Without just taking. It only takes 60 seconds right. Pray in tongues. And then another 60 Maybe it takes 2-3 minutes. To, 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 to give that interpretation. But take time. To minister to somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. Inflow. Oh. Father I bless you. And I bless your people. As we depart out of this place. We depart for the sake of outflow. That everywhere we go. Today whether it's home, family, restaurant, wherever we are going. Help us to be aware. Help us to walk in an awareness. To release what is it that you have inflowed into us this morning. In Jesus mighty name everyone said. Amen Amen. and Amen.